0: With your host, John Rush. All
6: right, Hour 3 is upon us. Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. Thanks for joining us. I do appreciate it. Question of the day. Yesterday's was, name the heart condition that develops in response to an intense emotional or physical experience. It's Takotsubo. I'm sure I'm saying that wrong, but it's T-A-K-O-T-S-U-B-O. Takotsubo. And... It creates chest pain, softness or shortness of breath, and uh, it causes stress-induced cardiomyopathy. In other words, you die of a broken heart, so it can happen, and it does. My grandfather, I believe, died of this because he died three weeks after my grandmother passed away, and he had a full checkup not more than a few days earlier, everything was great, heart was great, had a full rundown, no problems, no issues. He had taken care of my grandmother who had you know, Alzheimer's and dementia all the way up until she passed, went and saw her in the nursing home, you know, towards the end, daily, all of that. <clears throat> and when it was all said and done, she passed away, and three weeks later, he did as well. So, yes, that does happen. Today's impossible question of the day. 1,500 miles north of Hawaii, a Russian sub sank in 1968. Name the civilian who helped the CIA recover it. That was in 1968. Answer that on the RushToReason.com website. All right. To kind of recap yesterday, and I got some emails on this. Nice email. Some of you disagree with me, and probably after listening to Bob Duco's commentary you just heard a moment ago probably disagree with Bob when it comes to the Speaker of the House. I, like Bob, have no love for Kevin McCarthy. No love affair there at all. But I also know what the alternatives are. And a lot of you have sent me text messages and emails that, you know, they got to stick to their guns. This, you know, these 20, they got to they gotta prove a point, blah, 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 blah. You know, I hate to say this. If I had a nickel for every time I've heard that, I'd be a very, very, very wealthy man. That is not strategy. Sorry, folks. It's not strategy. That's being stubborn. That's standing on your principles, which is great. But it's not strategy. It does not move the ball down the field at all. Right now, we need the ball moving down the field. The problem we're going to have—I talked to my dad and uncle about this today— you know, this afternoon before coming down here, if we're not careful, and Bob alluded to it a moment ago, if we aren't careful, we're going to fumble the ball. And we're going to end up with something we don't like at all, which is far worse than a Kevin McCarthy. And that's the thing I don't think any of these individuals that are now doing what they're doing. Gates, he nominated Trump today to be Secretary of, or to be the, you know, House Secretary. Dumb, by the way. Dumb. Just This, this is a stupid move. That's just trying to make, I, sorry, that's just trying to make a name for yourself. See, me, and I guess maybe I look at things differently, and I know, again, I get criticism from a lot of you listening, but frankly, don't care. I've got thick skin. Throw it my way. I don't care. I'm not going to change the way I view things just because a listener sends me a nasty email or text message. And, And I will say, the majority of you that send me things along those lines, when you disagree, you're very nice, you're very kind, and we can just agree to disagree. In this particular case, we're going to have to. Because not moving the ball down the field with Kevin McCarthy means we have a huge risk of a fumble, and who knows who we'll end up with. And it will not be who you think it should be. I I told somebody yesterday that, mark my words when I say that. You don't end up with McCarthy, you better be careful who you're wishing for, because you probably aren't going to end up with it. And you're not hearing this. In other places, I know there's a lot of folks that feel the same way that these 20 do and stand their ground and stand on principle. It doesn't matter if it takes a week to get the right speaker, blah, blah. I've heard it all. Don't care. It's not moving the ball forward. I want the ball move forward without a risk of a fumble, which right now, the longer we tarry, the more risk of a fumble there is. If you don't think for one second the other side isn't ske- isn't scheming and conniving, trying to figure out how they can capitalize on this, think again. They are. I-, I challenge any of you. Change my mind. Tell me I'm wrong. Tell me what we could end up with if these if if these twenty all stick to their guns. What do we end up with? Wh- wh- where do we end up with? I guess is the question I've got. If the if the twenty stay with it and they don't bend or he doesn't bend to their demands which by the way their, their demands aren't bad I've talked about that I'm, I'm fine with their demands whether they'll get him to cave into all those demands I do think that he'll cave to some there'll be a compromise and I think he will be elected Speaker of the House it'll take some time my fear is we don't need we, we don't want to take that time we want this done now tomorrow morning ASAP and I you know I was critical yesterday of Lauren Boebert in other ways besides just what's going on in D.C. right now, and I got called on the carpet on that one. I'll still stand by what I said yesterday. I struggle with individuals when they behave certain ways because, to me, that's a sign of character, and I don't like that. The other thing I will tell you right now, and, I again, I'm going to challenge listeners, all of you listening, tell me locally, especially here in Colorado, tell me what is the mission of the GOP? What's the mission of the GOP? I gave this example, again, to my father and uncle today. I can tell you what the mission of General Motors is right now. Like it or not, they're going full electric by 2035. That's GM's mission. They've made it public. They've talked about it. It's in their marketing material. It's what they do daily, and it's what they keep talking about. What's the Colorado GOP's message? What are we doing? What direction are we headed? What are we trying to accomplish? If we don't have an answer to that, that needs fixed. And by the way, that's true for every GOP in every state as far as I'm concerned. If you can't answer the question in your own state as to what the mission is, we have an issue. John and Cheyenne, you're next. Go ahead.
1: So, I, I was going to call you as soon as I heard Bob Duco, because he's exactly right with what he's saying. Here's what could happen. They get five Romney, six Seven Romney-esque uh, real moderate Republicans to just vote present and Hakeem Jeffries based on a present vote lowers the number they need right. right. the Speaker of the House. No, there, there's and ways that the
6: Democrats, and John, we talked a little bit about this yesterday, not quite in, in depth yeah, of did. probably as we should have strategy-wise, but the left, believe me, has a strategy that they could enact if we don't oh. quit screwing around.
1: And that's going to, and then Every one of those on the Freedom Caucus is, is going to pay for it in the next election. Um, Warren Bobert proved he was vulnerable. I hate that word.
6: I always vulnerable. No, you're right.
1: Yeah. yeah. Thank you. <laughs> to a challenge. What if there's a good, solid Republican, maybe county commissioner up there around that area of Colorado, you know, right. Colorado three. She could lose in the primary and not even make it to a general the next time if she screws this up.
6: Yeah, and yesterday so we had comments. That, I got text messages and emails back in on your, your and I's conversation specifically, even that, nah, people don't oh, remember okay. that far down the road. And, you know, I doubt that'll happen. Oh. And, you know, people have a short memory. And, John, and I disagree with that wholeheartedly. Yeah, the other All side right will see. make sure that you remember.
1: And a good, solid campaign will bring everything back out. And in this day and age, if you say it on radio, TV, whatever, it's forever on the Internet. You will find it again. So she could be gone, John. And she's, you know, I think she's making a big mistake, and I don't know who's advising her, but I don't don't know her and a few others. And if this goes too much longer, I could see some of the –
6: Well, to your point, John, if if, if you're still there, I think we lost him. To John's point, the longer this tarries, the bigger risk we have of something else happening, and that's what happens in politics, folks. Nothing is a sure thing. And to his point, and I said this yesterday, and I'll be kind and say it again, I don't know who is advising these people. I really don't. It's not good advice. It's not good strategy, if any strategy at all. It's very dangerous, by the way, in what they're doing. And a lot of you are applauding them, and I don't understand why. I I really don't understand why you're applauding them. That one I cannot wrap my head around. I get they're standing on principle. Great. Great. Love it. Now, move the ball forward. You've made your point. You've stood your ground. Now it's time to compromise and get this thing moving forward so we don't have any other issues. For those of you that would say otherwise, and I see it all over social media and so on, and by the way, there are so many, I'm just going to say it, so many stupid people out there when it comes to politics, they don't have a clue. They act like they do, they've got this page, they put things out, and no, I don't comment because I do my own show every day, and reality is I, I don't have time or energy to dink around on social media fighting with stupid people, nor will I. But there are some really, really knuckleheads out there that have pretty good following, that post things on Facebook and other places, Twitter and so on, that honestly are absolutely clueless on how things work. They think they know. They act like they know. But at the end of the day, they don't know. And some get so tied into this whole, well, you know, you know, McCarthy's Mitch McConnell Jr. Well, actually, he's not. <clears throat> is he further to that side than I would like? Yes, we talked about that with Andy on Tuesday. Yes, he is. Is he a hardcore conservative? No. Could a hardcore conservative Speaker of the House get done what needs done to even move the ball forward? No. Sorry, no, not yet. This is one of those things, folks, where we have to take baby steps and start chipping away, just like the left has done to us. You cannot just go in there, guns a-blazing, and have what you want. It's not going to work. And the problem I've got right now with these 20 is they want to go in guns a-blazing. That's not going to work. It's going to backfire if we're not careful, and it's going to cost us in the end. That's my prediction. So if we don't get this thing settled pretty quickly, we're going to wish we had. Geno's Auto Service is next. One thing you need to get taken care of quickly is anything wrong with your car, including all of your maintenance and the things that need done, keeping it up. Even if it's under warranty, you can take it to Geno's, have that work done, keep the warranty in effect, because by law, you can do it yourself if you want to, but for sure, Geno's can as well. Geno's Auto Service, 303-794-6700.
7: Take advantage of Genos Auto Services Alignment and Tire Rotation Special. Winter in Colorado can be tough on your car. Now through the end of the month, get your vehicle aligned and all four tires rotated for just $99.99. For just $99.99. Genos can also check to see that your heater is working properly with the cold months ahead. At Geno's, we know a well-maintained vehicle will last and take care of you. For over 39 years, Genos has been serving customers along the front range. To make your life simpler, Geno's offers loaner vehicles so you can drop your car off and pick up when ready. Any maintenance or repair work on your vehicle comes with a NAPA Peace of Mind warranty covering parts and labor for 36 months or 36,000 miles. Give us a call or go online to schedule an appointment. Geno's is AAA approved and located at Bowles and Platte Canyon. Don't forget to check out all of Gino's Google reviews. Stop in or visit us online at genosautoservice.com. That's Geno's with a J.
6: All right, Pravia Windows and Doors, that's what Dave Bancroft can offer you. They can be custom-built to fit exactly what you want to do. In fact, you may want to even add a big opening or do something different that's not even there. Dave can do all of that as well. 303-529-0720, that's Veteran Windows and Doors.
5: Veteran Windows and Doors holds the standard that their products will be as efficient 30 years from now as they are brand new. They do this by offering products that exceed code, are engineered to last a lifetime, and are backed by a warranty which reflects that. The owner, Dave Bancroft, will tell you windows and doors can look the same or even identical yet have completely different energy codes. That's why when you work with veteran windows and doors, they explain what the NFRC label and Energy Star ratings actually mean. They can prove that what you're buying meets the energy code requirements for where you live, saving you more money on your heating, lighting, and cooling bills. Make an investment you can trust with their lifetime warranty on your purchase and a five-year installation guarantee. See what Dave and his team can save you with energy efficient windows and doors by calling Veteran Windows and Doors right now at 303 720 That's 303-529-0720. Or fill out the contact form at KLZradio.com slash windows.
6: I'm John Rush, host of several shows here at KLZ. Most of you have heard me talk about the cabin I lost in the troublesome fire up in Granby in October of 2020 but what most of you don't know is that it was insured through GIA, Group Insurance Analysts. Losing a home or anything near and dear to you is traumatic enough. The last thing any of us need is to fight with an insurance company to be made whole again. GIA not only helped me find the right insurance for my mountain property on the front side, they were with me through the entire claim. They even called to check on us prior to the fire as we all watched the news and knew it was getting close to our property. I can't say enough about how GIA and David Anderson Helped us through this major life event. Losing your home is stressful in and of itself. Trust me, I can tell you that. But you can relieve some of that stress with the right company by your side. So for all your insurance needs, call GIA today at 303-423-0162. And if you have a mountain property, ask for David Anderson as he is their mountain home expert. Group insurance analysts. Find them at klzradio.com.
0: You don't like the way your business has trapped you into working an overtime job every week. John Rush teaches folks in your situation to get out from under their companies using his 40 years of industry experience. Your operation isn't fully functional, at least not with the way it's been going. John Rush will help you fix that by bringing his own knowledge to the table. You're an expert in your industry. So give that job to someone else whose hourly is not as costly as yours should be. John wants you to make your operation run for you. Email John Rush now at john at rushtoreason.com. That's john at reasoncom
8: This is Rush to Reason on KLZ 560.
6: All right. One article that Charlie sent me today, which is bothersome to me. I know I'm an employer, and you'll know why this is bothersome, bothersome to me here in a moment. And just full, full disclosure, I'm an employer. I've also bought and sold businesses over the years. I don't know that this would apply to that, but the Federal Trade Commission, the FTC, is proposing a historic ban on non-compete agreements. Why is this a big deal? If you're a company that, which by the way, a lot of companies have trade secrets where they do something different than what their competition does. And in a lot of cases, you make employees sign non-compete agreements to where they cannot go work for someone else, you know, within a certain region or area or whatever. And up till now, most of those can be, can be, uh, you know, can stand. Not all. It comes down to terminology and all sorts of other things, and I get that. I'm not an attorney, but you know, they're not all bulletproof. I get that. But if the FTC just flat out says, no, you, you can't use them at all. There's a ban on them completely, that's a problem. Because what does a company do that's, for example, inventing something, and they've got people working for them that are on the cutting edge of inventing something big or some new product that's about to launch or some new new way, some new process of doing something that's unique to an industry that will revolutionize it. Revolutionize it. And what if all of a sudden, you know, that employee says, you know, there's no non-compete. You either pay me X amount of money or I'm taking all these secrets somewhere else. And I'll go teach so-and-so how to do it. Or I'll just go out and do it on my own. See, that's the problem with a not, you know, not having a non-compete agreement. It's, it's garbage, actually, in my opinion. There's nothing to protect the company that's paying for, by the way. I'll go, I'm, let me back up. <clears throat> I haven't done this for a long time. People tend to forget, I think, even those of us that are on the right that are conservatives. When I hire an employee, so I hire Charlie to come work for me. And I say, okay, Charlie, I'm going to pay you, you know, $25 an hour, roughly 40 hours a week. We'll keep track of your time, but I'll pay you $25 an hour, and we're open from you know, 8 to 6 or 8 to 7, whatever the magic you know, time is. And I want you to be here on staff during that time. Charlie says, okay, sounds like a plan. I'll, I'll work that. I'll do my duties. Here's the job description. I, I agree to do all of that. Fine, 25 an hour, I'm good. Could be a contract. Could be handshake. Doesn't matter. Charlie starts working. You pay him 25 an hour. What I just did as an employer, by the way, is I bought Charlie's time. A lot of people don't like me saying that because it kind of, it sort of sounds slaverish, but literally, I just bought Charlie's time. He agreed to sell me his time for 25 dollars an hour, up to 40 hours a week. And if I decide to, you know, do overtime, then it's time and a half. But I've, you know we as, we as an employer employee have this agreement that I'm going to pay him X amount of money per hour for his time. I'm buying his time as an employer. Somehow, someway, even as conservatives, I think we forget that. So, I don't want to sound, you know, weird here, but frankly, when Charlie's working for me, I own that time. That's how I see it as an employer. I own that time. Now, he gets breaks and lunch and all that, and that's something we talk about on the front side, and there's mandatory federal-state things you have to do. Okay, aside from all that, Charlie works for me. He's on my dime, on my time. Enough said. So if Charlie all of a sudden comes to me and says, geez, John, I need to go shopping online for the next two hours. I'm not going to be able to finish that project. I get a little excited. Why? Because I've bought that time for me, and it's not his time at that point. It's sort of like the old fast time at Ridgemont High, where Mr. Hand and Spicoli are in class. And it's that my time, our time thing. You you remember it with the pizza and all that. I don't have to get into details. You can go watch it. But it's kind of a similar situation. So, you know, finally, Mr. Han he orders in a pizza for the class, actually takes Piccoli's pizza, gives it out in class, and says, oh, I thought this was our time. Okay, in the case of me as an employer, I'm buying that time of an employee. Now, where does this go from there? As I get productivity from that individual, it's my productivity. It's my end result. I own it. I paid for it. If anyone wants to disagree with me, feel free to call in. But I own it. I paid for it. So I've paid $25 an hour to end up with whatever finished product Charlie can produce for me. Now, if I'm in some high-tech thing and Charlie and I are really working on something big and we've got the next big nuclear whatever, whatever, whatever going on, and you know we're going to somehow power cities up with a baseball-sized you know, nuclear reactor that we can go place somewhere on the edge of town and have it power up the whole city. In, my, in that case, Charlie's probably making way more than twenty five an hour, but let's say he's making, you know, 25000 an hour for, for doing that. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter what the number is. I, as an employer, have paid for that. I don't feel like Charlie has any rights to the items that he's discovered or worked on. Even though it's his brain, I've paid for it. And folks, I think even as conservatives, we get some of this backwards and we forget the basic things an employee and an employer have as a relationship. I can tell you right now, the left doesn't get this at all. They're like, no, 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 John, that doesn't work that way. No, 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 that, that employee has rights. They can do this. They can do that. No, no, no. You, you know, you didn't buy their time. Well, yeah, I did. Yeah, I did, actually. There's a paycheck at the end of that time period that we agreed upon. That I'm gonna pay, pay the payroll taxes and so on, which by the way, I'm actually paying more than twenty five an hour. I'm paying like thirty-two an hour by the time I pay all the overhead. Workman's comp, FICA tax, unemployment, liability insurance. I go down the list, folks. It's much higher than the twenty five. That's the other thing that the majority of the world, even some even some conservatives don't have any idea. It's not twenty five an hour that it costs me as an employer. It's about thirty two or more. Regardless, I've paid for that time and i've paid for the end result of what that time produces and somehow even as conservatives we lose sight of that we tend to think oh well you know you you came up with this really great idea and that's yours and you should be rewarded for that well not if you were being paid to do it you don't you've already been rewarded you had a paycheck you you didn't come up with anything on your own you came up with that because you were working for someone else now if you went home. And had a side project, and you worked all night long out in your garage like Edison used to do, and you come up with a light bulb in the way to illuminate things, great, more power to you. You didn't do it on my dime. You're welcome to do whatever you want to with that. But if you're working for me, and you discover the light bulb, no, it's mine. I paid for it. I know that sounds really harsh, folks, but that's the brass tax. That's how this works. And even as conservatives, we don't understand that at times. And we definitely don't teach our kids this. Even as conservatives, we don't teach what I just said. I need to do a lesson inside of schools on how this employer employment, you know, how this employer employee relationship really works. You're selling yourself and your time. Yes, that sounds harsh. Then you go become the boss. You start your own company. You do everything it takes to be that guy at the, at the top if you don't want that relationship. That's the alternative, by the way, or live on the government. But if you want to work for someone else and not have all the headaches of owning your own business, that's how it works. Period. I don't know why this is so complicated. But we definitely get it screwed up. Now we've got the FTC saying, no, 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 we're going to ban non-competes. That is going to screw up so many things. It'll kill innovation, by the way, in my opinion. Or it will get to the point to where only certain people inside of a company will allow, will be allowed to do certain things that they can really, really trust at the end of the day. So, Scott Garlis should be joining us. Give us an update of what things look like in the markets here for 2023 and what to expect. Extreme Auto Repairs coming up next. Get your vehicle in. Get it taken care of. Maintained. Handled. Whatever you need. Extreme is there for you. Full bumper-to-bumper service. 303-841-1071.
3: Winter is brutally hard on your vehicle. Extreme driving conditions happen every winter, and from maintenance to emergency repairs, you need a shop that you can count on. Colorado winters are hard on all the components of your car, especially with the fluctuating temperatures. So you want an expert diagnosing your vehicle. Extreme Auto has six master mechanics all dedicated to properly evaluating any issues and getting your vehicle repaired correctly, quickly, and without anything you do not need. They also offer their customers both towing services and free loaner options, so you always have a vehicle to use and a way to get around. Whether you need regular maintenance or have an urgent need, you can trust Extreme Auto to get you back on the road. For the right maintenance and repairs to prevent serious issues with your vehicle, call Extreme Auto Repair this winter for service that you can rely on at klzradio.com/extreme. Set up an appointment today. Call 303-841-1071. 303-841-1071.
6: Absolute Electric heating and air, folks. Anything you need. I just got a question by the way on who is our HVAC people. Absolute electrical Heating and Air, klzradio.com or call 720-526-0231. Replacing
2: your furnace can be stressful for your whole family. Absolute Electrical Heating and Air will alleviate the stress of replacing your furnace with service that puts your family first. Absolute offers a 100% customer satisfaction guarantee because they value honesty, earning your family's trust with honest work. Their technicians prioritize your family with integrity by never upselling you on something you don't need during your replacement. They offer flexible financing, so you don't have to make sacrifices to make sure your family's needs are provided for. Their team goes above and beyond to get the replacement done in one day, whenever possible, so you can get back to spending quality time together. Get your family-friendly estimate for replacing your home comfort system now with Absolute Electrical Heating and Air by visiting klzradio.com absolute or call 720-526-0231 to schedule today.
7: For quality and service beyond compare, call Absolute Electrical Heating and Air.
6: High five plumbing, folks. Whatever you need when it comes to plumbing, make sure you have this number written down. They'll take care of anything you've got going on. 877-WE-HIGH-FIVE.
9: High five plumbers are not your average plumbers. The culture of teamwork, support and positivity means that every call ends in a high five. High five plumbing wants your applications because they are currently hiring plumbing technicians, plumbing apprentices, plumbing installers, warehouse and delivery positions, customer service representatives, dispatch and marketing roles. High five wants their employees to feel valued and they offer competitive benefits to prove it. Team members enjoy benefits including full medical, vision, and dental packages, 401k options, unlimited time off with approval, maternity or paternity leave, paid time off, competitive pay, and bonuses. Work with a growing company, make an impact on your local community, and help people when they need it most. Visit hifiplumbing.com careers to apply, or fill out a contact form at klzradio.com plumbing to learn more about current opportunities. High Five Plumbing, where every call ends in a high five. Now,
2: back to Rush to Reason, brought to you by Absolute Electrical Heating and Air.
6: All right, Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. And I had a couple of comments, by the way, that came in via text message saying, yeah, John, you're spot on and it's going to kill innovation. That is the killing of non-compete clauses if the FTC actually does that. Scott Garlis joining us now, though. Scott, welcome. How are you, sir? Hey, John, I'm well. How are you? I'm great. Thanks for joining us. Happy New Year to you, sir.
10: Hey, thank you. You as well. Um, you know, speaking of non-complete clauses, I've actually had to deal with them a couple times uh, when I jobs in my professional career.
6: Well, the FTC, I just read an article to the audience a moment ago where the FTC is proposing to make them illegal to where companies would no longer be able to use them, which I think, by the way, is disastrous, Scott.
10: Yeah, it, it'll, it'll definitely be interesting to, to see what, uh, what comes of that. I know in my experience, what, is, what happened the state of Maryland has a law, though, if you make somebody sit out, you have to compensate them hmm. uh, for... For the time that they have to send out,
6: um,
10: I just you know I get it. I completely respect it. You don't want somebody to come work for you and learn your business and right. take steal off.
6: steal all your ideas exactly.
10: Yeah, yeah, that's that's no good. Um, and it's certainly, and it's certainly, you do that. Like non non-disclosure agreements, they're they're certainly meant to do that too. And having people sign them right. uh, before they sign on also helps with that. Correct. Um, <clears throat> I, I could see how you know in a state if there wasn't anything to protect somebody in a non-complete clause, maybe, maybe something that would work better is something where, okay, there's some sort of compensation for making somebody sit out. Hmm.
6: Um, But yeah.
10: So who who knows what will happen with that? Um, But
6: yeah. yeah. And again, that's one of those 2023 things. We'll just keep looking and see what happens. Speaking of, what do you think the outlook for 2023 is like? What are we going to see?
10: Yeah. So uh, so right now um, we've, everything that's going on with rate hikes and some of the economic data I'm looking at. Um, what I was looking at was some of the stuff from the ISM today, the Institute for Supply Management that came out yesterday. The New Orders Index has dropped to the lowest level since the pandemic crash. Um, that's that's not good. So that tells me that what the Fed is doing right now is seriously killing the economy.
8: Mm. Mm. So
10: if if they don't stop at some point, too, the outlook for 2023 could get a lot worse. Okay. Now, I think the Fed is going to stop soon. Um, so I wouldn't be surprised if maybe we see stocks sell off a little more in the first quarter and then we start to see a rebound from there. And that sets up for a, a really great buy opportunity.
6: Okay. When... You say you think they're going to slow down. Do you see one quarter point, two quarter points, none? What are your thoughts there?
10: Yeah, I mean, I I think, look, right now they're guiding for three more quarter point hikes. I just think if that happens, that could be painful. We'll we'll see. Um, I I think one to two, maybe. But I I really think if you go beyond that, um, it's going to get brutal. I mean, the, the New York Fed... Even put out a paper yesterday saying if the Biden administration's uh, student debt forgiveness plan doesn't go through,
4: you're looking
10: at serious defaults on credit cards and the loans. Mm. Which is like beyond me because that just that tells me there are a lot of people that have done some really bad financial planning. Yep. But but it also tells me that you know, because these people are probably using credit cards to make ends meet because of inflation, because of all that crazy spending we had, um, that as rates keep going higher and higher, all that debt that they're having to pay on those credit cards because of the high rates on credit cards, they can't keep up. Hmm. And that's going to make... Mm-hmm. So if the Fed keeps doing this, it, it's just going to crush economic output that much more.
6: Which again is what they've said they've always wanted, but how much of that do they want before they realize they've gone too far?
10: Well, that's exactly it, and you know. The, the, so one of the things we, we talked about a while ago was because of people that left the workforce, uh, retired early, died from COVID, right. you know, maybe some of the loss of immigrant stuff. Um, but you know, you also you have a population that we're going through this population shift where. When you and I were kids, you know, and maybe a little bit before that, there were four workers for every retiree, and now we're switching toward this four retirees for every worker. Mm-hmm. You're talking about a labor force where there is a structural deficit.
3: Mm-hmm. And True.
10: And friends of, friends of mine that work in the benefits world, you know, they tell me that companies are having to offer more and more benefits, and this has been going on for you know, at least a decade, if not a couple of decades now, where they're having to offer more and more benefits just to to keep the people who work Mm -hmm. for them happy and staying there. Mm -hmm. So if the Fed thinks it can keep raising interest rates into infinity until the 3.5 million people that disappeared from the labor force because of COVID suddenly show up, we could be in for a real problem.
6: The other thing, too, and we've talked about this some, that I feel is affecting things also is, you know, we are still, still to this day, paying out far too much money when it comes to benefits to those that are either unemployed or whatever the case may be. And Scott, I'm here to tell you, until we slow some of that down and stop paying that, they're not going back to the workforce. They don't have to.
10: It's correct. I mean, (laughs) sorry.
6: No, you're fine. It's really cold. Yeah. By the way, you and everybody everybody else, has a cold. Yeah, you and everyone else, so don't feel yeah. bad. I think I think most everybody that I've met's got one. I talked to most of my clients today on the phone, and most everybody's got some sort of a small issue going on, so no, don't feel bad.
10: Thank, thank you. Um, but yes, I think if you disincentivize to work, um, they're not going to work. Right. It's, it's why, why would they? If you can make more money sitting out, Right, with, good know, point. A
6: comfortable amount
10: of money, yep. why, why are you going to go to work?
6: Well, and let's not forget, uh, Scott, there's other ways for them to make money on the side, and, and this is the other thing, they can make money on the side, and you know, I know eventually some of that money may come up, and they may have to, you know pay that as far as taxes go and so on. But let's face it, some of these guys could run several years before that actually catches up with them. And what I really mean by that is you, can be, you could be on the dole. Go out, run around, and do Uber, and not that Uber pays a ton of money, but if you've got all your other expenses paid by you and I as taxpayers, and you're just doing Uber on the side, yeah, there's not a ton of money in it, but when you don't have any other expenses, it's not bad. Yeah, I know you're going to get a 1099 at the end of the year, but you and I both know, Scott, if you just for, if you just don't file a return for X amount of time, so be it, done, handled, who cares? Completely. You know, the other one that uh, that,
10: that gets me in, in is with, uh, some of the, the, the pensions for elected officials, mm. and you know, I don't know how you feel about this, but you know, in my state, it was Baltimore City, which I don't live in, uh, the voters recently tried to shoot that down, and they they cut the years that you, you had to serve to get a pension to below where people are able to get it, and they pushed it out to where above where they're able to get it, and so the politicians tried to change the law. To make it, so they can get attention in a short time. Hmm. I, I just think, you know, serving in public office is a privilege, right? And yep, not, not something you do to go to be
6: wealthy. No, I, I looked it up. There, to, you know, I, I'm glad you said that. I looked it up today, and this is for everybody listening. As a senator or a House of Representatives individual, right now, you'll make one hundred seventy-four thousand dollars a year. Is an as a house. Remember, as long as you are elected three times, serve over five years, you get a pension that depending upon how many years you serve could be anywhere from 60 to you 90 know, percent or so of what your 174 K salary was. But let's say, Scott, that let's just say it's like 75 percent. We'll do the math on 174 K, you know, just in retirement alone, after you put in your five or six years, you're making well over 100 K. Not bad for six years of service.
10: And you get it for the rest
6: of your life. You're, yeah, you're getting it forever as long as you're alive. For,
10: I and mean, what? I think the, the minimum way, the minimum age on a member of the House, something like thirty years old. Yeah, it's 20, not very
6: old. Yeah, if, if if I think the minimum would be, let me think about this. I read this this morning. They'd probably knowing the rules on that. They, yeah, they they could be in their early to mid thirties. Um, and by the right. time they're 50, and if they, if they got elected that many times and went to 50, 55, it, it's almost full bore. They, they get it all. And
10: the average person lived to be about 80, 82 years old. Yeah, do the math. So, you know. It's a lot of there's, money there's, that there's, we as
6: taxpayers are paying out for somebody to go. And, and again, Scott, this is why, and this is a reminder to a lot yeah. of those folks that are listening to me, this is why people get into politics. It's not always so. I can serve my country and serve my conti- my constituents. No, Scott. If I, as a representative, can get elected three times, just three times, I'm set for life.
10: Yes. So I've never understood, it's, and I don't mean to change the conversation completely here on this, but like I also don't understand why aren't they paying into a four hundred one k right retirement? Great point. The rest of us. Great point. And that's what they walk that's what they walk away with.
6: Great point. They uh, should
10: instead of yeah. You know, and, if, look, if you serve in the armed forces, the firefighter, police, and, uh, or you served in the President of the United States, I mean, that is a, a That's different. successful no-thank-you job. Correct.
6: Yes. That's different. different. agree. And that if one, by the way, even for our right. current administration, I have no problem with that. That's a high-level... Deal. I don't think we pay them enough while they're doing it, frankly. I don't think the 400, 450K a year that it is is enough, anyways. Knowing what some of the professional athletes and such make. So I don't think that's enough money, anyway. So, yeah, that one I'm fine with. But the rest of these knuckleheads, no, they need their own 401K or their own IRA or however they want to do it, Scott. And that's how that should be funded. I know we digress, but it does tie in, though, to what we're talking about governmentally speaking and why we've got some of the things going on in the country that we have going on. Until we fix some of that, no offense, Wall Street's not fixed.
10: And so people are worried about what's going on right now with the lack of McCarthy being voted as the, the Speaker of the House. Right. And what that could mean for the upcoming debt fight and all these other things. right? Well, you know, I, I would argue if you're worried about the debt ceiling fight. The problems you need to go after are the problems we just talked about.
6: Yes. Thank you. Correct, all, Scott. All this, all exactly.
10: Spending, yeah.
6: Exactly. Yes.
10: St- stop all of that wasteful spending... The debt ceiling fix isn't something you're about. You don't about. need one.
6: because you, you, Now, I, I, some will come back and say, well, if you have a ceiling limit, then it forces them to do the things that you and I are talking about. I mean, it's sort of, you know, is the cart before the horse or whatever. Uh, you know, I get it. At the end of the day, you know, one one would help the other. But to your point, if you just cut the spending right now and change some of the things that you and I are talking about, you don't need the debt ceiling.
10: And you will still have an economy that works that's right. very well. That's right. And it's you're still getting, you can and you could still have, you know, a bunch of the spending that people argue like, well, okay, the government makes up thirty five percent of all the spending out there, so you have to have that. Uh, okay, but but you could still have the spending on defense, on all the other the social services, but but if you got rid of that other part, yep. you know, you would solve a
6: lot of problems. Get rid of the pigs. So Get rid of the pork. Yes. You'd that's that's what you, yeah. Get rid of the pork. That's exactly right. All right, let's talk about Apple. You're, you're, you've got in my notes here. They've talked to several suppliers, building fewer components for AirPods, watches, and so on. They must see a, a weakening of their sales, or they wouldn't be saying that.
10: Well, that's exactly right. And so, going back to things that worries about the economy and the Fed raising rates, and you know, not stopping, and all these other things going on, Apple is a barometer of that stuff, and because. One of the reasons I say that is when, you know, we went on a spending spree back in 2021, you know, companies like Apple saw their business explode because people were running out and buying all these goods they'd never bought before. Well, now Apple is telling guys, hey, you know, you need to cut back on production and all these other things, and it's it's because Apple isn't seeing demand. Mm -hmm. And if Apple's not seeing demand, that means, that tells me,
6: And Amazon's doing the same thing. They were talking about big layoffs today. I mean, I know they borrowed money for a whole different reason that has nothing to do with the the layoffs. So folks that are watching that, those are not one in the same. So don't think that they are. But, yeah, they're they're talking about big layoffs. They've seen some of their retail sector, you know, drop, Scott. They they don't have near the sales deliveries and so on. So, yeah, they're seeing a slowdown. This is exactly what's happening.
10: Yeah, and then uh, another company I would point to is uh, Salesforce dot com. Mm. They're big in the uh, in cloud services, right? You know, the software business. And what they said, they're firing ten. This is a big tech company, they're firing ten percent of their workforce, and they specifically said it's because customer demand is slowing down. Which again, that, that tells yeah. me that the economy is slowing down.
6: Now, I also will ask you this: We talked about this before. There's still some folks out there. I call them conspiracy theorists because I, I don't see this happening. There's still a lot of stinking money out there. Every time I go someplace and travel, I'm reminded of that, Scott. I think it's good for me to get out and about sometimes because I really do see what's really going on all around the country. reality is a lot of money out there. I don't see the economy crashing. Is it going to slow down? And is there going to be some things to change and waver, just like we're talking about? Yes, but I don't see a complete crash like we saw back in 08.
10: Yes, I, I think you are <laughs> spot on there. Um, and again, because I, I think the banks... Uh, through some of the changes that were made after they they're forced to hang on to more capital. They don't use as much leverage as they did back then. So, yeah, I don't see an epic collapse happening like we saw in the housing crisis. Um, on top of that, you know, even though housing prices are pulling back right now, we do still have a housing market that is structurally short of the supply that right. we, needed. we needed. That's right. To
6: stay no, I've That's noticed the, the same happened. thing, Scott. That's exactly... What's happening even here in our Colorado region, yes, there's some inventory out there. Yes, some prices have come down and been adjusted, but there's not a plethora of inventory. You don't see, you know, I, I can remember, i lived here my whole life, I can remember going through different recessions where you drive through neighborhoods and it was for sale sign after for sale sign after for sale sign, you know, foreclosure after foreclosure after foreclosure. I, I just don't see that happening, Scott. I, I, again, I don't have a crystal ball. I could be wrong, but I don't see it happening. Now,
10: if we went back to 20% interest rates like they had when I was a kid, <laughs> we might see a lot of houses.
6: Well, but that, you know, keep in mind, that would be people that have to go out and refi off of the 3 three to 3.5% three rate they have yes. right now. That's the one thing that I feel is keeping things stable. Yes, it will slow the market down. People won't move. They won't make changes because they've got that great rate. But until rates come back down, they're just going to stay put. and That's the one thing keeping things in check, if you ask me.
10: Totally. They're, they're, why do you want to move out of a house to go
6: take on a 7%? You're not, yeah, you're not going to. Yeah, you're not going to. It's that simple. Sure. Yeah, it's just the way it is. Yes. All right, last but not least, and again, it's Stansbury Research, folks. Uh, a, where do they find you? And give them some tips on what they should be looking at for 2023, Scott.
10: Sure, yeah. Uh, Stansberryinvestor.com. Come check out our free stuff. Come check out our paid stuff. Uh, we have commentary all day long, you know, monthly, weekly, daily. Uh, and then in terms of, You know, right now, what what I really like for this year, at least the start of this year, are the really basic things we've been talking about, like a McDonald's, a Coke, a Bristol Myers, because these are things people are going to buy no matter what. Mm -hmm. Um, I think later in the year, I think first quarter earnings tech companies are going to really see a reset. I think in the middle of next year, you can really start to find some, or middle of this year, you can find some good value in tech stocks once more, and Mm -hmm. that'll be the beginning of a longer bull market run. And then for anybody looking for sort of, you know, look, anything you ever invest in the stock market, you should invest money that you can only afford to lose. There you if go. are looking for sort of a speculative bet, you know, I think China's really interesting because China is going through what we went through you know, a year, a couple years ago, and they've been locked on for three years. So there are going to be all these Chinese... The pent-up demand to get out and spend and travel. They've accumulated somewhere around $5 trillion in savings while this has been going on. And that's without government stimulus. Um, and so China, prior to the COVID pandemic, uh, Chinese people spent $255 billion traveling in 2019. Mm. Was 20% of global tourism demand that's going to come back in a big way once the infections roll through and people start recovering. And feeling mm,
6: better. That's a great point. Scott, as always, appreciate you. Uh, give your website one more time where folks can find you.
10: Yes, yeah, com.
6: Okay, appreciate it, Scott. Thanks again, sir. Talk to you next week. Uh, All right, you bet. Appreciate it very much. Flesh and Back, Kevin Flesh, anything you need legally speaking where you've got legal questions on different things, could even be something with your job. Whatever it is, give Kevin a call. Slip and Falls, accidents, you name it. He's the guy. 303 806 8886. Also find him at fleshlawfirm.com. But again, 303 806
8: 8886. Get relief from Flesh and Back. You just got in an accident, so you call the police. You make sure you get a thorough record of the scene. All you need to do is call him right now, 303-806-8886. Call Kevin Flesch immediately after your accident and get relief from the financial stress of an injury. Flesch and Beck Law, they get results.
6: All right, Denver IT security. If you've got a business with a network, you need to make sure it's secure. The best way to do that is get some advice from John Canada at Denver IT, 720-593-6688
0: remote employees can pose a big risk to the cybersecurity of your business. Smart light bulbs, smart TVs, smart thermostats, and any kind of smart enabled device in your employees homes can let the bad guys in and put your business in danger. Once a hacker breaches your employees home network, they can easily jump into another network. The one in your office, Denver it security protects your business from the hackers and viruses that easily get around standard home networks with their help your business systems can be monitored around the clock so you know your operations are secure. Even when your employees are working from home, coffee shops, hotels, or airports, avoid the unnecessary risk with the certainty of cyber protection from Denver IT Security. Find out how you can secure your business now by calling 720-593-6688. That's 720-593-6688. Or go to klzradio.com slash security.
6: All right, Solar Energy Partners' Alan Davis, find out if you qualify to save money in the future with solar,
11: 303-378-7537. Every month is the same. You see the balance on your power bill, and you feel months' worth of compounding anxiety around your cash flow, inflation, and now another electricity rate increase? The third part is to eventually get you into a place where you pay nothing for your electricity usage. Call Alan Davis at Solar Energy Partners now to learn more about how he can save you money on your power bill. Set up a consolation appointment today, 303-378-7537, 303-378-7537, or visit klzradio.com slash sun. All right, Golden Eagle Financial,
6: Al's got two seminars coming up in the near future. Ask about those. Go to klzradio.com or 303-744-1128.
4: Planning for your retirement doesn't need to be rigid to be a solid plan. Al Smith with Golden Eagle Financial asks what is uniquely important to you before diving into the numbers, getting an accurate picture of how to realistically get there. Once Al understands your individual circumstances, he can figure out what needs to be adjusted, positioning you with the best trajectory to reach your goal. Golden Eagle Financial wants to get to know what you want your retirement to look like so that a plan can be created to make that happen. By incorporating a strategy that works with your lifestyle, Al can partner with you to make sure that a comfortable retirement is in your future. Schedule a conversation at his office for a fresh look at your financial future. Call 303-744-1128, 303-744-1128 now, or visit klzradio.com money. Advisory services offered through Foundation Investment Advisors and SEC Registered Advisor.
0: As independent brokers, GIA Insurance can help you shop the market so that you get the right coverage at the right price. Whether it is your home, auto, classic car, or liability insurance, GIA has got you covered. Call 303-423-0162, extension 100, or go online to e-gia.com.
2: It's time to leave your
6: safe space. This is Rush to Reason on KLZ 560. All right, Producer Ann just sent me this. I'll get this in as quick as I can, probably talk more about it next week. Jordan Peterson, who you guys see a lot, he's on YouTube and All sorts of different places. Very, very wise individual. Uh, Loves not only uh, this country, but his own, Canada. And uh, he has to, though, enter into a re-education program in Canada over his comments and speech that may cause harm. Which, by the way, this guy is as sharp and is on top of it as much as anybody that's out there. And again, this is nothing more than the speech police shutting things down that they don't like hearing. Now, this is Canada, of course, but hey... Coming to a state near you, I guess is what I could say along those lines. I hate to say it that way, but if we aren't careful here in the United States of America, this is coming here. And in some cases, it already has. We just don't have the the, uh, re-education side of it quite yet. But, you know, again... Uh, I hate to say this, if we're not careful, we're going to be in the same boat that our sister country is to the north. All right, tomorrow, Andy and myself, my son Richard, will join us in the second hour. Uh, Andy's got two hours, man called Otto and Megan. And then the second hour, we're going to change things up just a little bit, do some football, and then grumpy movie characters. See you guys tomorrow. Have a great night. First hour plays next with Dr. Kelly Victory. This is Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560.